astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Morning. So in the spirit of Leo today, we are going to be talking about Regulus, which is one of four royal stars, um, which comes at the very closing degree of Leo. So we thought we would, I think we've talked about this topic in the past, but it is very relevant um, right now. And we're also going to be talking about Venus moving into Leo. So that happens here, August 11th. So that will be happening this week. And we will quickly run through the 12 signs to tell them what they have to look forward to as we see that conjunction taking place this week. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for us to get into Regulus. I know we maybe we did mention it somewhere along the line, but we're talking about a star today, right? Yeah. yeah. A star. So it's not a planet. So it doesn't come up for most people if they run a computer program on their chart, the Regulus is not going to come up, but it's associated with 29 degrees of Leo. So uh, anyone with a birthday, August 21st to 23rd, well, I might even back that up. I might even say maybe as early as the 19th of August to the 23rd. So these birthdays are quickly approaching. Absolutely. So this would be a great gift idea just for someone who has a birthday, right? Mm -hmm. And that window coming up to, this will be interesting because you're going to learn something very um I think very interesting and they may not even realize it of what it is they have being for being born on that day. And it's good news, right? Absolutely. Well, I think before we get into that, you know, when we had our Leo podcast air a couple of weeks ago, yes. we really put a lot of focus on how part of the Leo brand, if you will, yeah, <laughs> is, is about having some sort of obligation to the future generations. So mm -hmm. we talked about that in a couple of different ways. That one that could be royalty where, oh, I'm passing my royal status down right. to the next generation. Or maybe it could be that they work in careers or jobs that part of their mission is to make the next generation better, if you will. So it could be around children, inheritances, or even just contributions to the future. And, you know, recently, I don't know if anyone watches Stranger Things, but I don't, I don't watch that one, Kate. Okay. Well, I was a little hesitant because usually that's not kind of in my genre, if you will, of, of TV shows, but um, Mikey loves watching it. So I got into it and I couldn't help, but that song uh, running up that hill by mm -hmm. Kate Bush has just completely taken over. You know, it was in uh, season four of Stranger Things and now it's all over the radio. It's all over my TikTok. <laughs> and I thought, what is going on in Kate Bush's chart that this song that was a hit in 1985, the year that I was born, has yeah, now- in the, in the UK, it was crazy in the UK. Okay, yeah. Right. But now it's like 
really hitting with, I would think maybe Gen Z even more than millennials. <laughs> oh and yeah. I totally agree. Like what happened that that is coming back, you know, into the mainstream. Well, and first of all, um, Kate Bush is a Leo, right? right. That's so it fits perfectly. <laughs> the Leo. So we have that theme of something being fast forwarded into the future. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't happen. That's how many millions of songs, right? That are created and that, you know, they're, they're, they're hot, they're popular for X amount of time. Then they really drop off the radar and most of them don't really, you know, don't have the longevity, right? Absolutely. And here's, so this is a fascinating Leo story, living out what Maya was talking to us about when we interviewed her a couple of weeks ago, our Leo Ehler, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Who was, you know, very much uh, working pr- to prevent suicides, to continue life on, right, for people. And here we have Kate Bush, uh, an English songwriter who was big in 1985. And now she's like, Oh my gosh, like she isn't she like in the top 10 or something here in the US? I mean, it's it's real. She is now really. Yeah. Well, I'll I go. think what's also very interesting, two things, is in her chart, um, she has Uranus conjunct sun, which is very mm-hmm. unusual or unexpected or even strange, if you will, that you kind of yes. expect the strange. And so for this song to become popular again through a show called Stranger Things is just way too fitting um but the other thing is in the show stranger things again if you haven't watched it um i don't want to say necessarily spoiler alert but this this song is almost like a i shouldn't say almost it's literally a life-saving tool in the show where one of the characters has to listen to this song to not allow her mind to be taken over by kind of the other side and you know when you talked about our guest last time and that is her work in suicide prevention and then we're talking about this song is acting as a life-saving role in the movie of course i understand it's a movie but it just it's too fitting like how can you even make that up yeah i'm sure kate bush herself is surprised to see this resurgence i mean it's more than a resurgence it's probably topping what happened in 85 yeah and that her song is being portrayed as a lifesaver. Right. Very Leo, very just almost cookie cutter for how what we were describing. Absolutely. Uh, the, the, you know what? You know what? It's fun I, when you know astrology. And this is a side story. I was just telling someone yesterday about this. When you know astrology pretty well, it's fascinating to watch Netflix or even even the networks. Because you see stories, I'm listening to the news at night and I go, oh my God, that person must have a, you know, crazy Uranus energy going on, or that person must have a big Pluto energy going on. You can kind of see it. Then when you get into these series, you really see the stories play out and you're seeing the astrology kind of behind. And this is the interesting point. So did the writer just write this up and just hired anyone they thought might do well on this point? Oftentimes. It's what's go- actually going on with the actor or actress is matching. That's why they're such a great fit for the role. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, it's a fascinating thing. I, I get into it big time. Absolutely. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, it's, no I, it's something very interesting to think about. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, on a lighter note, uh, can we move on? Are we ready to move yeah. on? Yep. Okay, well, on a much lighter note, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of sweat it out sometimes what to get for a birthday gift for somebody, what, what's appropriate. But I do have a great suggestion. If you have a Leo still here, the birthday, obviously we, we're going here through the 23rd. Um, if you have a Leo birthday, besides just sharing this information, sharing this podcast with them, yeah. but you might want to consider monogramming something. Mm, that's very royal. Very royal. And oftentimes now we could go to simple things or we're monogramming a towel, but we could be monogramming a piece of jewelry. We could be giving them something with their initials on it. You know, the point is it makes it, it puts it in a category oftentimes of something that could be maybe handed down. Again, I'm not saying a towel. People will probably <laughs> their towels, but something like a piece of jewelry with initials on there. I can certainly think of in the old days, it used to be uh, cigarette lighters. You'd mm. then you'd grave, and then, oh, then the son would have it, and the grandson would inherit at some point. You know, things get handed down or the tie tax. I'm out of touch now, what you'd monogram. But the idea is uh, this having an enduring keepsake, giving them something that is very highly personalized to them. Their initials is obvious. Very interesting. When um, Mama passed away, Mm -hmm. I'm a Leo moon. Mm -hmm. And I know that that, I think that was like one, the main piece of jewelry that I took from her, don't say took, but we got to choose like what we, what we wanted. And mine was that the letter G for grace, uh, which was her name, my middle name. So, I mean, it did make sense that, (laughs) Um, I would get it. I but... thank you. That is a little forgotten memory. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that, but <laughs> I, I, I love it. And I hate it at the same time that yeah. I couldn't have told you the story. Like, oh, remember, you know, I hear you remember it. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. But that's a very Leo thing. It means something and it has yeah. life. It has legs. Right. Oh my gosh. That's great. So before we get into our talk today about Regulus, we did want to just talk about Venus moving into Leo. Um, it is of rather quick energy. There is no retrograde happening here. So it um, enters Leo on August 12th and it will go through September 5th. So again, this is rather pretty common time frame for this to happen, but we just thought about maybe what each of the 12 signs to share what each of the 12 signs might expect during this time. So, you know, Venus is the planet of love, of beauty and it's going into Leo, which we've kind of talked about is a fun showy energy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, usually considered with bliss of some sort bliss. So either I'm going to my favorite restaurant or I'm, I'm buying something that is just gorgeous, you know, so it is, it does lead people generally to their bliss. Yeah. So we'll just quickly run through the 12 signs to talk about what you might expect here. Um, as we open up this gosh, um, not even 30 day energy, right? So it is quick. So yeah. take advantage of it. Uh, so for our Leos, this could just be great on uh, something of high value for the physical side, or maybe having some just great emotional gratification. Yeah. Splurging, indulging. And I would think they might be lucky. So luckier than normal, so to speak. Yeah. Privilege. It's a great privileged energy Leo's are moving into. So how fun, how fun to have this happening during your birthday month. Right. Um, for Virgos, this would be great to maybe splurge on a great self-help course, maybe even a book. 
or even an expensive mental health day. <laughs> and what might that be? <laughs> right. Ah, day. Right. Things. Yeah. Things that may be a little bit out of your normal budget, but you know what? I deserve it. I need it. Yeah. Massage would be a great example of it. Yeah. Uh, for Libras, they might be upgrading their phone or their computer where they're kind of splurging a little bit more on any sort of electronic purchase or tech upgrade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it could also be a great time to, you know, check in with a group, with a, a new group, maybe a group that you feel has a little more status. Again, this sounds very clickish, but you know, you might just introduce yourself to a new group of people and join in with them because you're apt to be flattered by the company you keep under this energy. Yeah. For Scorpios, this would be great for maybe some skincare upgrades, maybe an aesthetic appointment of some sort. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think also whatever you, whatever work, whatever service you offer. And yeah, I mean that outside of a job, as well, you know, that the work doing the work may provide some unexpected perks, benefits. Mm -hmm. So again, it usually makes work more fun because there's something you're getting more out of it than normal. Yeah. Because, um, it's Leo, which is a little showy mm -hmm. and Venus, which can be that money, you know, you might be showing up in new ways and maybe I'll just, um, put in our class here. <laughs> You know, okay. because mom has obviously joined, we've joined together to offer classes now, and we are presenting ourselves in a new way. Um, of course, of the podcast, you hear our voice, but you don't see our face. And, you know, right. just the fact that our second class will fall into this where you are, you're, you're putting your face out there a little bit more mm -hmm. and getting financially rewarded for it. You know, and also the idea is, um, that fits well for Scorpio. So it fits very well for me. Um, but, you know, we did a class last month and I loved it. I loved doing it. I was on a high, you know, when the class uh -huh. ended, I was like, yay. You know what I mean? I'm not that it was over with. I thought, oh my God, we, you know, I, I wished we'd gone, it could go a little bit longer, so to speak. I mean, there was more things to be said. It was fun. Everyone seemed to have a good time. And that's one of the things I think we kind of guarantee in our classes, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to hear other people's stories, as well as, you know, insight into your own chart, your moon placement. Anyhow, so it's, it's a, I, I would think it could be a little bit of a self-help type of. Course. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Right. Self-awareness. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, we still have a few tickets left. Link will be in the bio of the podcast, or you can head over to mom or me's website. Yeah. Um, for Sagittarius, it'll be hitting the ninth house. So you might be planning a little fun vacation, whether uh, you're actually going on the vacation or even just planning something for the future. You might be pulling out your credit card to secure uh, to secure that flight or those tickets. It also would be a great time for Sagittarius is if they if they if there's something they need to get admitted into. If they need to get the invitation, if they need to prove themselves that they're capable. Uh, so it's a great time uh, to be filling out applications or notifying someone that you would like to do this. Okay, is it possible? Can I move forward? Very nice. Yeah. Uh, for Capricorns, this could be very great for money or anything around making long-term financial goals. Maybe even something that's a little bit more fun again, or even a chart, very showy. This is how I'm going to make my goals. 
Yeah. And you know what? It could be, you know, it could be, could highlight sexual activity. It could highlight, you know, um, just having someone being generous with you because it's Venus hitting their eighth house shared monies. Mm -hmm. Lovely when someone picks up the tab or someone invites you and you know, you, 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 you know, oh, they're paying for it. They're absorbing the expense. So it's good for love. Good for sex. Um, For Aquarius's hitting your seventh house. So this should be great for just feeling elevated or very feeling very flattered by partners or close friends. So I do think that you're maybe a little bit more open to some flirty conversations or tokens of love. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much the money side of things, right? Not like the Capricorn, the Aquarius is just, we're connecting, we're connecting, you know, and so you feel good. It's kind of an upper. Yeah. For Pisces hitting your sixth house of work uh, and health. So Pisces, I'm sorry, this is not the time to start a diet. (laughs) August 12th. No, not a diet date for the Pisces. Why? Because Venus is sugars and Venus is uh, going through that area of the house. And so you're more apt to, you know, take a dessert eat three cookies, you know, you're, 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 you're inquisitive. You're kind of seeking the sweetness of life. I would say to someone who has um, an established issue with sugars, yes, you could be more highlighted yet about monitoring sugars. So if you have a definable issue at hand already with sugars, you may be, okay, now I got to really double down, but for the average person, you have to enjoy it a little bit, right? Yeah they might be getting some nice recognition around work as well. So yeah. not just all health, but yeah. 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 Um, for our Aries hitting your fifth house, gosh, this could be a very fun energy to just buy some bling to maybe get a new makeup palette. Maybe you're getting your wedding yeah. ring cleaned or something. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Make it sparkle again. Yeah. Um, would also be very excellent for children. Oh Yeah. Seeing, seeing your child achieve its beginning of the school year, seeing them do well, make friends. You're just happy. Yeah. You know, parents are happy when they see their children are connecting and doing well. Absolutely. Um, for Taurus, it's hitting their fourth house. So this should be excellent for maybe some nice home upgrades, possibly throwing a house party. Yeah. <laughs> I would think home feels definitely much more lively under this energy. Oh yeah. You know, this might be when you go, you end up going to Sherwin Williams and start buying some paint, you know, mm-hmm. just something up or make something more of a novelty. It's good. It's a, it's a fun energy. That's kind of a sweet influence there. Absolutely. For our Gemini sitting um, third house, this would be excellent. If you were maybe thinking of upgrading something about your car, possibly the wheels, bicycles, any form of transportation. Yeah. Right. Um, yep. And it would be excellent for any sort of licensing as well, where you're saying, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to get it. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I also think this would be a great one for reconnecting with siblings. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Um, I'm just thinking of Mikey, you know, Mikey's a triple Gemini and um, his sister is actually coming out for her birthday. She's a Leo and we've never experienced that before. So we're really excited to celebrate with her and oh, yeah. But- Wow. Yeah. Also that for Gemini's, they might be making great connections with a neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. But I think cancer's got the best. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm reading the notes more money. money. (laughs) Well, something that makes a cancer uh, feel more secure about their situation. 
So for someone, it might be, oh, now I have a second, I, I, I got a second job, you know, which doesn't sound great, but it makes you feel secure. Sure. And their security is enhancing. They feel like they've got a safety net around them. So yes, we all wish that, oh yes, they came into a little extra money, you know, so now they don't have to worry as much about something. Um, and it could be love as well. You know, someone else's um, sharing expenses with them can make a big impact on your financial security. Yeah. I mean, this would be very boring, but it could be getting a new boss where you just feel like, oh, work has stabled out or, you know, oh, they hired yes. someone and now I can go back to my regular scheduled, right? like where I'm not being called in on my days off, et cetera. So again, not as fun to talk about, but it is that sense of security where, oh, okay, now I, it's a little bit more predictable. Yeah. Okay. So that is the 12 signs as we see Venus move into Leo. Again, those dates are August 12th through September 5th. So hopefully you're already naturally seeing like what's on your schedule, maybe what's going to be happening during that time. But um, if not, definitely schedule something around maybe some of the, the words that we shared today. So we're going to change gears. We're going to go back to Regulus. As we mentioned, this is a Royal star and very prominent in charts, uh, with their birth date from August 19th to August 24th. Uh, we will talk about some celebrities just to get, show you some larger life examples of how this can play out. But when we see this in someone's chart, there really is, you know, a like, they're very likely to achieve success or honor. It's a, I don't want to say it's a slam dunk, but it kind of leans that way. When I see someone specifically around that 29 degrees of Leo, which we know, right, that's the end. That's the last degree of Leo, the last days of Leo. And as you said, August 19th, August 23rd, 24th, the last dead, last, very last degrees. They're under this influence, meaning Regulus, that star, and it is star, not a planet, not an asteroid, nothing else. It's a star, but it's an ancient star, and it's considered one of kind of royalty, thus, thus called the royal star. There's three other ones, but we're not talking about those days. We're just talking about this one. Um, and the key thing about this is kind of guarantees success on some level, but there's, it's like a test comes with it. And I call it the Humpty Dumpty test. Uh, you, you, doesn't, doesn't everyone remember Humpty Dumpty? Yeah. Right. It takes yeah. a great fall. Yeah. <laughs> there's the challenge about, you know, Leo's. You'd have to be a Leo, maybe a one degree Virgo possibly to experience this. But, you know, if you misuse your talents, if you let them go to your head, mm -hmm. right, if you become too egotistic or you um, are, uh, you know, like execute revenge on somebody, you know, to get back at someone, hold somebody else back so you can get to the front of the line, then the Humpty Dumpty test. Meaning if you do those things, you're going to take a fall. Yeah. And before anyone gets discouraged as you're listening to this thinking, well, <laughs> this isn't for me. Yeah. I wasn't born August um, 19th to August 24th. Right. Um, stick with us because you might have your rising that falls around your rising um, sign could fall around 29 degrees of Leo. So again, we're kind of backing that up 26 degree. If you know your chart, you know, 26 degrees, Leo, 27 degrees, Leo, all the way out to one degree of Virgo. If your rising sits around there, if your Jupiter sits at this degree, this is also very applicable um, to you as well. 
but again, yeah. without yeah, we <laughs> spending say everyone has 29 degrees in their chart. Everyone has it. Now it's a question of what you have close to it. What do you have sitting next to 29 degrees? Something, as you said, you know, and that's why we've included uh, when we're talking about the sun, we can say, we know we have the dates, August 19th out to the 24th. That would be, you, you do have it close to your sun if you're born on those days. But there, everyone has it somewhere in their chart. Um, anyhow, these people just really stand out. They kind of get something. I like to think that they're, they are special. They are special. Doesn't mean they're born into money. Doesn't mean they're the most popular person in class, but it means that people see them in motion, moving up, whether it's, you know, the idea, wow, they didn't go to college, but look at them. They're making good money. They've moved someplace. And I, I'm kind of using all sorts of hand motions here that nobody can appreciate except you, Kate, <laughs> at this point. But I the, can't I, even because my my yeah. notes are covering your video. So I didn't even I can't even I'm see. just here in my own little world. But <laughs> they're moving, they moved up the ladder and everyone's going, how did they do it? They didn't do it because they were the smartest in the class. They didn't do it because they were wealthy. So that's the beauty of it. This has it when someone has it strong in their chart, really doesn't make much difference of where they're coming from. They're moving up in life. Yeah. And as we go through some of the celebrities or um, just famous people, if you will, uh, you'll see, you'll, you'll get a better understanding of what we're talking about. So a couple other just ways to describe this Mm -hmm. regulus, you know, we do talk about maybe a kingmaker, someone who is associated with wealth or status, someone that can be very prideful as well, or have very ambitious. Winston Churchill is, is a great example of it from a historical perspective. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't the king of England, but he, he was right. You know, I mean, he was the prime minister. He was there. Yeah. So they usually have very larger than life personalities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if we just talk about people who are born between those dates that we've shared, so meaning that Regulus is either right on their sun or within, you know, two to three degrees from it. And and can I make the reconnection again? This is in Leo predominantly. So it's rulers and kings. There's a kingliness. There's a sense of rulership. There's a sense of they're higher up than me. They're on a pedestal. So it really drives in this theme of Leo so strongly. Yeah. So if we just talk about, um, sorry about that. No, you're good. A couple celebrities, if you will, um, that have Regulus either right on their sun or right around it. I'm just going to name off these names because you made a very interesting connection about these people. Um, But we could talk about Bill Clinton. We could talk about Kim Cattrall. We could talk about Wilt uh, Chamberlain. Is that, did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Or princess player. Yeah. Yeah. Or princess Margaret. Mm -hmm. They all have very sexualized public stories. Yeah. The key is the stories, everyone, I mean, not everyone, but most, a lot of people have a, have a, have a real interesting sexual story in their life, right? Yeah. But these people, it becomes public and it goes into the public domain. So now we can, we can judge them and say, oh, that was wrong. Or they shouldn't have done that. Right. That's what, that's what Regulus does. Regulus gives you opportunity. It almost gives you a platform 
so people can now see more of you. So when you fail, quote unquote, right, mm-hmm. or then you fall off the pedestal, oh, it's a big story. It's the headlines. Everyone's talking about it. Right. I don't right. think we need to go into detail. Bill Clinton's, you know, the, the Monica Lewinsky affair, you know, that was crazy. Yeah. Fell off you- the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Even Kim Cartrell, we talked about this in, earlier, which is just interesting how it's going to come full circle here. As we talked about when actors or actresses get hired for movies, a lot of times it's reflecting what's going on in their chart. Right. You know, I don't know anything about Kim Cattrall's personal life, but she definitely portrayed that in her character on Sex and the City. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think most enjoyed, I certainly enjoyed the series, but yeah. um you know, I'm sure there were some people that were very offended by her character. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did um, we already, I can't remember if we shared Wilt Chamberlain. Well, no, he, with over 20,000 women. Yeah. Well, he, he declared it right to the end that he slept with 20,000 women in his wow. life, which again, that, that was a big headline when that was announced. I can't remember what year we were, you know, what decade we were in when he made that announcement, but he has obviously passed at this point, but uh, you know, leading that, I mean, he was one of the best basketball players. Um, Interesting. He was very good at uh, not, not very good at free throws. He didn't, he was at a very low average on free throws, but he was a great scorer and, you know, he had a celebrated career, but again, are you talking about sex or basketball? (laughs) (laughs) i'm talking about basketball (laughs) the idea was he was on a pedestal quite in his height alone but on a pedestal and then when he came out leading with that it was like oh god oh you know he got he kind of got knocked off the pedestal a little bit right right we can also talk about so that that's the sun again and not saying that if you're listening and you're thinking i'm august 22nd (laughs) um but I would just be, you know, again, it's very personal, but I would be curious what kind of big storylines do you have maybe around topics that are similar? Yeah. Oh, that's a juicy topic right there. It is. <laughs> but again, with these people have were famous, they, they, they really had high goals. I mean, you know, you know, this, my goal has never been to be famous, never to, I don't like the idea of walking into the grocery store and people knowing who I am, you know? So I, I avoid, I've avoided, I've turned down, I turned down even that, um, what was that great show about switching houses and wife swap, wife swap, wife swap kind of, I was like, there's no way in hell I was going to go on wife swap <laughs> and be the feng shui person. But the point is, um, so not everyone goes, wants the head that wants to be seen. Now, these people clearly had some comfort in being seen. Sure. So their stories are become very public, but yeah, I, it is interesting. They all have sexual stories that became public. Right. We Prince also, Margaret, you know, she was a sister of the queen. She had a, oh my gosh, she dated divorcee when that was wrong mm-hmm. then you know, and uh, she dated a gay man, which was wrong then, you know, things have changed. The world has changed, progressed, but uh, uh, all these things, you know, she was kind of a, considered the lowly sister. She mm. had the queen, the queen as her sister. And then she was kind of a sidekick. Interesting. 
We can also talk about that regulus point near the ascendant. So again, if you have a 26 degree Leo ascendant all the way to one degree of Virgo, that means that this regulus point sits right near your ascendant. So of course, as we go through the list of these people as well, we can, we would put, um, Trump here. We would put uh, Heidi Klum, Justin Timberlake, uh, Drake, I believe, even Prince Charles and Camilla both have it. So, you know, we it, it wasn't that hard to find celebrities <laughs> that had this in their chart very prominently. It was and going taking the taking us full circle. Kate Bush has twenty nine Leo on her midheaven, so that's oh, a interesting. Yeah, so the idea of this comeback. Here's is interesting. She was put on a pedestal. And then, you know, not that she fell off, but, you know, she didn't have the, you know, it was a lull. A lot of people didn't know her name again. And then they hear it shoots up again. So I like this because, and even all those people you just rattled off. Yes, they all took a fall. They all took a fall, but some of them have come back. They've retreated themselves. They've redeemed themselves. Absolutely. Well, I think we had shared that, you know, everyone has 29 degrees of Leo in their chart at somewhere. So why don't, just because I don't want to get too stuck on the celebrities because right. we're not, right. The people listening most likely aren't celebrities. So like, what would like, you have 29. Oh yeah. But let me just add something in here. Okay. We do have pretty high ratings. So one never knows <laughs> true. Right? That's in our, true. In our, who's listening. So we could have a celebrity out there. That's true. Just, That's true. Remain anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so you have 29 degrees um, of Leo in your chart. Yeah, it sits so, on a cusp. It sits on the eighth house. Okay. And how it's manifested is that I've just, and mainly through the, my work in, in feng shui and astrology, I have worked with U.S. congressional candidates mm-hmm. when they're in elections and whether it's feng shui or whether it's the astrology, I've worked with uh, county commissioners mm-hmm. uh, when they've been in bad doo-doo, so to speak, and they want to know what's going on or what to avoid or how things are going to turn. I've, I've worked with judicial candidates. So uh, I have had a lot of associations with uh, powerful people. Um, wow. And then a few celebrities, the McGuire sisters, which are half the audience, you wouldn't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. But the McGuire sisters, they're mainly past now, at least um, Phyllis, the main one that I worked with is past. And uh, a lot of CEOs, a lot of CEOs, a lot of casino top execs, and a ton of business owners. So there's a case, and I just, you know, and of course, I always had a zip my lip attitude, you know, about who I was working with. And, uh, and so I never used their name to, oh, I'm the astrologer to so-and-so, or I'm the feng shui consultant for so-and-so. Right. So I haven't fallen off the pedestal, Kate. That's what I want you to know. Yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't let it go to my head. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and even if you don't have anything prominent at 29 degrees Leo, so like in my chart, I do not have 29 degrees Leo um, prominent in my chart. I do have 29 degrees of Capricorn in my chart, right? That's not what we're talking about mm-hmm. today, but we can also figure it out by progression. So we can take like your sun or your moon, progress it. When does it get to 29 degrees Leo? Yeah. And so I can just share my story that, um, you know, when I was at, when I was 12 years old and 13 years old, because my sun and my moon oppose, 
I had uh, my sun and my moon both progressed to 29 degrees Leo at 12 years old and 13 years old. And that was when I got accepted into an arts academy, which is just very interesting. Interesting when we talk about Leo, kind of that moving into a stage or moving into an environment that is more you. Um, I've shared it before, but I did not relate to most of the kids that I attended private school with. And I was so excited to go to LVA. And it was so interesting because the school that I went to for first or eighth grade, I felt like that impression that you made that first day of first grade stuck with you Mm -hmm. for the whole eight years. And everyone just knew me as being quiet and shy. And kids would literally say, when Kate grows up, she's going to be a saint. Like that's what they thought I was going to be like for real when I got older. And uh, it's so sweet. It was very sweet though, but it was, but like, I just thought like, I'm not going to be a saint. Like I'm not going to do that. Um, and I remember getting into LVA and just thinking like, when I start LVA, I'm going to tell everyone my name's Kate and I'm a technical theater major. And I would like practice this in my head, like, of like introducing myself and like practice, like getting out there and putting myself out there. And I mean, it was just so Leo, like even just saying it right now, but I really think that seeing, you know, my son and my moon progressed that stage gave me that platform to finally be maybe well, like more well-known even. And it was performance. That was a performing arts high school. True. And so there you were admitted to now, okay, you're, you're, you're kind of, you're accepted. You can perform here. You can be who you are. And that was the premise of the school. It's still there today. Your dad taught at there. Tyler went there. So we have a lot, a lot of history with that school, but so it was, it, it was a great school for you clearly. Yeah. I think what's interesting is like once that point got activated in my chart, it didn't just last for that one year. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Yeah. Because then I went on to become like junior class president, senior class president. Like I really felt yeah, like I moved into the shy girl, you know, yeah. just blossomed. So exactly. those are just that, that is worth a lot. So even if someone listening said, well, I don't have 29 Leo. I don't know anyone who has a birthday coming up. You know, you have it in your chart. Uh, if you ever have your chart looked at, you know, and progressed, you can see where the dates were for you or where they're still coming. That's the beauty of it. Absolutely. And that's not something, you know, there's so much to look at in astrology. So if you got an appointment today, that's not something that we would necessarily dig up like, oh, at 11 years old. But so if you do book a a service and you're interested in knowing about that, obviously notate that before you talk to us that you are interested to learn more about 29 degree Leo in your chart. Exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 like I said, it's great. It's flattering. It's considered a great thing. You just have to check your ego, check your ego, uh, and don't get it into revenge. If you get into revenge and knocking other people down so you can be standing taller yeah, then it's going to backfire. I love it. I love, I think I like moralistic stories in general. Uh, And uh, this is, uh, this is a hidden gem in the chart and it's not a planet. Right. Right. Um, So that concludes our talk today. We talked a lot about Leo. Again, this goes for Leos. This also goes for finding Leo in your chart, like where Leo um, is being activated. We did get a message this week um, 
about asking if we could do Brittany Griner's chart and, you know, just due to just the sheer amount of information we were already bringing to you today, we, I don't think we had time to cover her, but just in general, you know, just a lot of strong women in the news. I don't know if mom, you had any closing thoughts that you wanted to put onto that. We do hope to look at her chart maybe in one of the future episodes. Yeah. Well, you know what? And it was uh, my friend, uh, you know, listener, Marilee, who said, you know, you need to talk about Brittany Griner, Liz Cheney and Cassidy Hutchinson. Here we have three women who are really standing strong and they're kind of being knocked down by the patriarchy, so -hmm. to speak. And um, fascinating. And I thought that was such an inspiring idea that we listen, we want to hear. So if you have any other women that you want to hear about, uh, yeah, you know, send us an email, a text message, you know, you can contact us, either yeah. one of us. And uh, we're always open for that. But uh, I did, I did do a little work on Brittany's chart and it is, it is very interesting. But again, that does, that's not going to happen maybe to you or me ever, that we're going to be held hostage in a foreign country and, and be <laughs> on the international scene. But it is interesting when it shows up of what is going on in a person's chart. Absolutely. So thank you so much for listening today. If you are interested in the moon class, again, head over to our website. It is capped at 10. So once the tickets are gone, they are gone. Um, that will be on August 20th of this year. I don't know what, I don't know where I was going with that of this month. It's a Saturday. Yeah, it is a Saturday uh, starting at 10 AM Pacific standard time. So thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to speaking to you next week. Okay. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.